Praise the Lord. Praise, Praise the Lord. Lord. I know we've been gathering after a long time. So do you remember what we were discussing in the last session? Anyone? The last one, I think, authority. I was not there probably, but prior to that, it was authority. It was authority, we took a detour from authority. Right? Oh, yeah, we took a detour and it was about that uh, Genesis you said out of the ground, the Lord made grow everything. And then right. you spoke about in Romans 8 that uh, don't you know that, you know, how we are be slaves. If we go, we follow someone, we become slaves of that person. Mm -hmm. But if you, and then we fall into sin. But if you follow Christ, then we have freedom. Then, right. and if you have the seed of God in us, we, it'll stop us from sinning, you know. Yeah. When we become like Christ, we start be acting like, I mean, when we put things, I don't know how you can say that. Yeah. Cool. That's right. We talk about all those. Anything else? So it was about trees, right? We started with yeah. about how many instances where we see the, we were, I think we started with the second most referenced creation after human beings in the Bible is about trees. Yeah. We, everywhere we looked at many instances where we it was mentioned and we spoke about how many trees were there in the garden we were thinking too but then we look, looked at the scripture it said all kind of trees God brought up in the garden which were good fruit so it's not just a tree of life and the tree of the no, good and evil the knowledge of good and evil but there are many other trees which are men, not mentioned in the bible uh, then we were trying to figure out what it meant to eat from the tree of knowledge and evil. Anyone remember like the fruit itself, eating in the spiritual realm, we discussed about what it means to eat. We came back to New Testament. We looked at this parable of Samaritan woman where Jesus said, I have other food to eat. And then he explained what he meant to the disciples. Do you remember what Jesus said when he, the disciples were asking, Rabbi, you said you had food. Did you say somebody brought you food? What exactly did you mean that you have other food which we don't know about? He said, my food is to do the will of the one who sent me and to finish his work. Correct. So Jesus kind of explained spiritually when, when eating from or eating itself, the spiritual conception means doing, hearing and doing the will of God. So he was saying he, his heavenly manna or heavenly, the wisdom, the word of God, which comes to him, he takes it in and then he executes it. And that's what he said, the spiritual food. He's eating from spiritual food. So in that analogy or in that, with that knowledge, spiritual knowledge, we went back to Genesis and tried to understand what meant not to eat from the tree of evil and good, knowledge of evil and good, right? Because that, that, or you should be eating from the tree of life, but not from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, which means you should be listening or understanding what is life, the fruit of the tree of life, and consuming it and then produce life. But you should not be getting the knowledge of good and evil and take it inside because that's going to be harmful for you. It's not my intention that you would understand what the knowledge about through the good and evil. Why? We, so we need to understand that why it's not good for human beings to understand this knowledge. Uh, we also looked at the definition of knowledge of good and evil. The knowledge, the tree itself it was not bad. The tree was, every tree which was produced uh, in the garden, the Bible says he produced all good trees. All the trees were good. They were good for consumption. The fruits were good for consumption, which means the tree of knowledge of good and evil was also a very good creation. So that itself was not a problem. God intended us not to have it. So disobedience was a sin. Not eating from that particular tree was not a problem, but we chose to consume that knowledge of good and evil or we listen to evil spirit 
Satan himself, or let's say the kingdom of darkness. And then when Eve and Adam agreed, ate from the tree of good and evil, that means they, they got that power to understand what is good and what is evil. So we also looked at uh, how Satan was telling the half-truth. He said, you will, your eyes will open when you eat from this tree. And you will be like God. Do you remember what we discussed about that? Did that yeah. happen? Did they become like God? No. They did. Right? They did become like God. Yeah, but in spiritually, not fully. Right. So in what aspect did they become like God after eating it? Because they God, got the knowledge yeah. of good and bad. God himself says some very uh, upsetting statement um, saying they have become like us, knowing good and evil. Now let's guard the uh, tree of life so that they won't eat from there. That means God acknowledged there was a reality that if they ate from knowledge, the tree, they will have this knowledge of good and evil. And in that aspect, in the sense like God knows the complete good, that he knows also the complete uh, yeah. evil things in the world. In that aspect, human beings became like him. They got this understanding, this power to understand, oh, this is good, this is bad. Or what we call moral um, written law in any human being without teaching them anything. They still, we have this feeling. We have this feeling, this is good. We should not be doing this bad thing. The bad and good is in, uh, encrypted inside our core being. Nobody needs to teach. That's a moral code. So that kind of knowledge came into human beings. So we were trying to understand what's the real problem with that. God knows complete goodness. God also knows every filthy thing. Does he know? God definitely knows. He's, he knows ev about everything. He knows every good thing which can happen to you in earth or in the entire universe. But he also understands every single darkness, every single filthy thing anybody can do. So we also became like that. What's wrong with that? But we went a bit away from God. No, Big no. Why, forward, sorry. why did God said it's not good to know, good to human beings to have it? Because God understands evil. He understands good, but he is capable of not doing the evil thing he knows. He is capable of doing only good and completely avoid evil, even though he has 100% knowledge about it. But human beings doesn't have that capability. We can understand both good and evil we can will for the good thing to happen, but we fail miserably because we don't have the capability to only do good. That's what St. Paul says. I understand that I want to do good, but I end up doing the very thing which I don't want to do. And we all know that that's how our, our, we always want to be holy. No one wakes up in the morning and said, I'm going to 100, do 100 sins today. We all want to love everybody unconditionally. We want to do all the good things. We want to be like Jesus. There's no question about it. But we fail to do that. We have the knowledge, but we don't have the capability to do, we don't, or let's say wisdom, like knowledge and wisdom are two things. Knowledge is about information. You can gather a lot of information, you have knowledge. But how to use that information in the right way is called wisdom. So wisdom is about knowing good and the endurable, and then choosing to do only good. That's wisdom, how to use this knowledge, how to use this information in the right way. That wisdom we are lacking. The humans doesn't have it. That's yeah. why Holy Spirit himself, in, in the Old Testament, you see that wisdom is equivalent to Holy Spirit. Solomon, what did he pray for? He prayed for wisdom. So wisdom. under different topic, we can dig into that. It just came from the Spirit. So wisdom is choosing good only and avoiding evil. We don't have that. So that's, a, that's what happened, or that's what Genesis is trying to tell us. At initial creation, we were not supposed to be dead. We were supposed to exist forever, just like God, just like angels. We were also supposed to exist forever in that creation state if we were only listening to 
God's plan, but instead we partnered with the kingdom of darkness and we got that knowledge, but it was a deception. Deception, why? Because we were told, or we were in that innocent state. Yeah. God was feeding us whatever we need. They were filled with the glory of God. That's why they were never aware of all this stuff. The moment they ate from the knowledge, from the tree, they, what first thing they said, hello, I didn't, I, I sinned. I feel guilty. That's not what they said. What did they say? They said, I am naked. I'm naked. They just came to realize that, oh, I'm naked. They didn't have that knowledge. This is not a good thing. This is bad. Okay, let's cover ourselves for the fig leaves. See how the moment they realized they had shame. Okay, this is really bad. I feel ashamed. I should be hiding, etc. etc. You see that the whole thing changed. The sin itself brought that knowledge into us that this is good, this is bad, but an inability to be wise enough to choose only good. Then we see that pattern happen because of that one act of getting the knowledge into us. And their generation from Adam and Eve have struggled with this fact that we want to do good, but we ended up doing bad. So that's what we understood. Then when Christ came, he said spiritual... So, so that's the state we all are in. When Christ came, he came with the agenda or the great purpose or immediately in Genesis itself says, I'm going to reverse this, this issue. I'm going to fix this issue for the human beings by sending Christ through the same woman, through the through woman at one point, and I'll fix it. He will crush your head. He gave the warning and Christ is the one who came. Christ came to, Bible clearly teaches us, Christ came to destroy the works of evil. The destroy the, the works of evil was what happened in the garden. That he infilled us with the knowledge of good and evil. But we were banned from accessing. What happened when we were banned out of Eden? What does that mean? We were thrown out of Eden after that, right? Which means, what was in Eden? What was in Eden? Bible says there was tree of life. And tree of, tree of knowledge of good and evil. So knowledge of good and evil was an attribute of God. Life was an attribute of God. So with that analogy, what, what, what would be the other trees? They may be different attributes of God, right? Yeah. So let's keep that there. So we got lost access to all that great attributes of God, consuming from it and incorporating into our own being. We lost all that access. We are left out with the devil in this earthly realm, with our fallen nature, where we completely understand good and completely understand evil, but incapable of doing good. That's what we are in until Christ came. When Christ came, he reversed all this stuff. In order to understand all that, let's go back to scripture so that we have to make sure that it's not some crazy thoughts of me. Let's read from Sam, uh, Sam 1.3. The first chapter of Sam itself starts with a tree. So let's read Psalm, Psalm 1 3. Sam. Sam's 1 3. To receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity. No, no. They are like the yeah. trees planted by, by streams of water, Watch which yield their fruits in its season, and their leaves do not wither. In all that they do, they prosper. They are, he is like a tree planted by the streams of water. Who? Can you read verse one? Points to a subject. Happy are those who happy. delight in the. Who, sorry. Happy are those yeah. who, 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 no, who do not follow the, the voice of the wicked. Mm -hmm. no, it says the way of the righteous and the end of the ungodly. Correct. That's a heading. So it's talking about a righteous man. It explains, okay, he a righteous man who doesn't walk with the counsel of the wicked, which doesn't hear from the kingdom of darkness or set foot in the path of sinners. Basically, he's a holy man, right? He doesn't he, he doesn't sit in the seat of mockers, he doesn't sin, he doesn't listen to the temptation, he doesn't listen to the kingdom of darkness. They're describing this man as a tree. What is that tree like? Life. 
planted by, uh, uh, by the streams of water, which yield their fruit in its season, and their leaves do not wither. In all that they do, they prosper. So it's a tree planted by the river. Mm. Fruits are given in the season. The leaves never wither, which means when does the leaf wither? Four season, right? In America, you know, we have all the seasons, especially naturally. Oh. In the fall season when the leaves wither and it fall down. The seasons change. But here it's saying, regardless of what season it is, it's always green and always with life, abundantly. So it's not affected by the seasons. It's not affected by... So remember, this is an analogy or about the righteous man, the one who is holy, one who is who was righteous. Adam and Eve was righteous when before the fall. So let's take that human being, like Adam who created, was initially was created before the fall. He was full of glory of God, was naming all the creations, and he was mighty like God. That man was like this. It was a tree by, planted by the streams of the water. Water belongs, water symbolizes what? Holy Spirit or God himself, right? He's always, what is the water for? The roots will go into the water and receive the water. So it was he was receiving it from the God all the time. And he was eating from the God, let's say, eating from that or receiving it and produces fruit all the seasons, all the time. And he was never withered. Circumstances, nothing, surroundings have no, no um, effect on him. No sickness, no allergies, no, no problem at all. 100% perfect man. This is how it, perfect righteous man is. But after the fall, no one is a righteous man. Bible says no one is righteous. Everybody is a sinner. So we also saw one more thing last week. Um, we spoke about log itself. What is log? So the first thing God gave after recalling this human creation through Abraham, later through Moses, what did we, he give? He gave 10 command low saying what is a low we have different laws right? one given by god rule given by god if you look at countries what is in general what is low the law defines the regulations of that country what is good and what is bad you should not be doing bad if you should do the bad you will be banished so that's a basic definition of law but the let's say if you go to gulf countries or the law is different from law of america Certain things in U.S., they deem it's good. But in the same thing in a different country will be bad, right? So the human laws are all over the place, but at least the definition of law is this. This is good. This is bad. Don't do bad. You will get punished. Knowledge of good and, and, evil. and evil, right? That's exactly the, what we received initially. So now God is giving it again and said, oh, now try to do good. Right? If, you do, if you obey all these commandments, you will have eternal life. That's why Nicodemus uh, speaks to Jesus, right? What should I do for attaining eternal life? Jesus said, okay, go ahead and do all the laws. So that was the requirement God put before Israel. You abide by these laws. If you abide by these laws, these are the blessings. If you break any of those, these are the curses. Now try to do that. So what does Jewish people believe right now? Or they what they strive to achieve? They try to law. keep the law. They keep the law, right? Uh, that's what they are doing. That's, they will 100% try to keep every single law given in Torah. Not just 10, but there are subsequent 400, 600 laws. That's the belief. And that's a true belief. If you are able to obey all the laws, you will have eternal life. But the problem is, we have this knowledge, but we have in our fallen nature, we will not be able to. So nobody is righteous. That's why St. Paul says, the law will kill. Letter will kill. So read this. Um, I'll give you that verse. So St. Paul was a scholar in Old Testament. He was a best educator Jew, let's say. So he knew in and out of all this stuff. And he came back, the same guy who was believing that law will give him eternal life, came back and wrote this thing saying low okay it's um second corinthians chapter three six second second corinthians, corinthians 
chapter three chapter three verses six he says who has made us competent to be ministers of a new covenant not of a letter but of spirit for the letter kills but the spirit gives life yeah so he's saying now the old testament is all about that initial covenant which was the 10 commandments and the law but yeah. now he's also describing in a little bit more detail that was given a letter it was imprinted in the stones right letter yeah. like a laser thing imprinted that letter will kill you because what did god said in the initial if you once you eat from the tree the knowledge of the good and evil you will yeah you will die you will die right so the same thing saint paul understood in spirituality from his uh, wisdom given by holy spirit that abiding by law if you try to abide by the law you will never be able to capable of doing it on yourself and the result is death okay. so you, the curses will fall upon you anyone who breaks the law is unrighteous and he has to be killed that's a law so that law will get fulfilled so it will bring only death no matter how much we try to keep this commandments on our own every single even the jewish people will taste death because of that so no one will be able to we don't have the capability but then he says the spirit we have we are under a new covenant because this covenant was the first installment let's say version one where he is trying to teach us this is your problem you know and this is a good and evil part but you cannot you are not capable of doing the only good things you're not able to keep this low now version two here now that you understood that you are not able to do it that you all are sinners and in your nature you cannot change yourself you need a helper and this helper through christ jesus i am putting you under a new covenant if you work with the holy spirit whom holy spirit's job is only to bring what christ has achieved on the cross so christ and holy spirit if you receive the life himself back you will not taste death instead you will receive life in other words you will be able to go back to that original creation when you were able to do only good thing if you are uh abiding in spirit spirit will give you life which means he is one by one we are he is bringing back his initial creation so he is reversing the effects of devil or reversing the effect of our fallen nature but not by our own might we cannot do it ourselves as long as we are working with the spirit holy spirit we are able to receive from christ and by that grace or abundant guys through christ we will change our nature so that our fallen nature will be changed into a new nature that's why bible says anyone who is in christ is a new creation the old has gone the new has come right so we all sitting in the zoom meeting we believed in christ and we are born again we discussed this about before we are born into the kingdom of god we are children of god thereby we have this ability inside we have this capacity or potential inside which is holy spirit abiding in me who can give me life eternal who can give me holiness who can give me the initial before pre fall kind of nature how we were filled with the glory that potential is there that's that's inside me now the question is if you understand this much we'll go back to the definition of a righteous man a holy man is a like a tree planted by the rivers by the stream and is always fruitful always uh, not affected by seasons we cannot we can never be that tree okay we cannot be that tree because of what because we know that we cannot be righteous on our own there's no way in our fallen nature or any human being able to do that by himself we cannot extend our roots to the holy spirit or let's say hold um uh, yeah receive it from the god and be fruitful like that be that righteous person like adam and eve was initially what happened because we are in fallen nature what do we need in between if we want to do it bible says what is our righteousness in st paul or in our new testament or in other word let me make it more simple how do we get to heaven through god jesus, jesus. i am the way the truth and the life he said no, no, let's say in simple english when one side i once we all die when we go back and if st peter is asking what's your 
credibility like how can you show me why should i make you enter the kingdom of god keep my soul clean nice what will we we be saying oh i did that i did this i attended meetings i preached for many people i was in christ culture i was in i was spiritual i led a spiritual life no, give me the passport it nothing we can do it's only through christ only if we believe in him yeah exactly right we cannot do anything in our capability which will qualify us for heaven yeah that's the basic truth in our first yeah whatever our deeds has no importance or no value Amen. in front of the uh, god actually it's basically through his jesus has done everything correct even if you have as little bit evil inside us god no matter how much he loves us no matter how much he wants us to accept it he cannot just take it in because he cannot sustain evil and wherever there is sin holy spirit cannot be there because he is holy he hates evil the moment the sin came upon jesus christ father has to depart that's why yeah. jesus said why did you abandon me father that was the biggest pain of his life that's yeah. why he was crying out because he doesn't they are in union holy spirit god Jesus was always in union father was always in union but at that moment in the cross they had to separate out that was a pain he was having that was a uh, a gunny he was going through which made him sweat blood so imagine how much he valued that relationship so if he cannot take christ his own son on that cross but because sin came into him do we think that with our 199.9 percentage holiness let's say on our own ability with all the, the good things i achieved in my life all the preaching i did all the miracles i did but still if i had sin in me will he be able to accept me no he will not be so that's the problem it's not that god doesn't love us but he in his nature he cannot take in sin so he had to have some kind of filter right or what did he do so we, this is the core of our belief we can only enter eternal life by what Right. with the holy spirit through christ only right through christ this you need to understand we cannot achieve our uh, eternity or anything we do here that's why st paul says every good thing i do is like garbage yeah. everything which i did is a garbage and he says that i am the greatest sinner of all why does he say that because he understood his spiritual nature yeah. we are greater sinner we all are in fallen nature we cannot do anything let's say we can come up with some good stuff okay we help others we do good thing we are preaching but nothing of this will enable us to go there it's not because god doesn't want it he cannot take it because we are sinners we have sinned at least once in our life that's that's disqualifies us in the sense we cannot enter into that environment where only holiness is permitted it's not that they don't want to but totally he really wanted us to get back there and he came up with this only way to do that is by sending his own son and bridging making a bridge between us so when we enter when we go back we are going back and we will say to saint peter let's say in in symbolic manner that we are qualified because of christ yes we are sinners yes everything which we did good that has nothing value but you know what christ took my sin whatever i have done he took it already in the cross and i really believe it and i have given my life to christ now i qualify because he has taken that punishment already he has spiritually dead he went to all that now i have life yes you are qualified that's the qualification we need to understand that if we don't know that basic stuff every retreat i go i ask every group i ask how do we get to heaven people say by doing good by doing helping others by doing Uh, good things to others yes it's all part of it but that doesn't qualify us we do good because we know that we are already qualified christ died for us now this temporary life which we live for 60 70 years has no big value for us other than spreading love spreading what christ have done helping others to bring back bring others to this truth helping them to know that you have a savior and by imitating our lord by letting christ work through us that's why bible says every good thing you are doing it's not from you every good gift is from above which means the holy spirit which dwells in us is enabling us to do good it's not even us we have nothing in us which is good we cannot claim authorship 
uh, ownership for any of this. So there's no point in having spiritual pride or any, any kind of pride saying, oh, I was able to do all the stuff in my lifetime for Christ. That has nothing. That's why uh, Jesus said, yes, you have uh, cast out demons in my name. You have done miracles in my name, but I don't know you. Right? So those value, those things have no value. So all this charismatic movement, all that, is has value in the sense that it's spreading the gospel. So our aim is we should not be expelled. We should be always relying on that personal relationship with Christ. So coming back to the topic where we started, we cannot be that righteous person by ourselves, or I cannot be that righteous tree which is pulling from God because I'm having this wrong nature in me because I acquired that knowledge and incapable, and I'm 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 like what I'm out of Eden, or I am um, I cannot reach back into those trees which God planted and consume from it. Or in other words, in normal physics in English, I cannot go back to God and drink from or start getting all that qualities automatically into me. Like what other qualities you can think of from God? Life was obviously he had life. Because uh, what else is defined? What that do we is knowledge. God is we got the knowledge as well. What else knowledge. is Peace, happiness, peace, joy, 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 happiness, peace, love. Right? God is love. Yeah. Life. So, so if Christ so has thing, yeah, there are so many, right? So there might be a tree of joy. Unlimited. Tree of mercy. No, not mercy. Yeah, tree of mercy. Okay. Tree of peace, peace. right? Heaven. All those trees, which we are really missing. So, so let's go back now. If you understood how we get eternity only through Christ, what Christ did, let's read this also. Matthew 7. Sorry. Um, sorry, John 15, 1. 15, 1? Yeah. 1, 15, 1. It says that uh, I am true wine and my father is the wine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you, just as branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the wine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. Praise God. This is such a wonderful right. everything so, in there. Yeah, now Christ is saying, you know what? You cannot be that righteous tree which you were before the fall. Now here, this is our plan. God is the wine dresser. Right? God, Father is the one who planted and the wine. He's himself saying, I'm the tree. Father planted me. And now you have this option. You, you just attach to me. You don't need to be having the root into what? The streams of the water, like Sam 1. You don't need to be that righteous guy who is receiving the Holy Spirit and getting all that heavenly things. I am the one. I already have established it. Now I am the tree. Now all you need to do is you be the branch. You attach to me. So you don't need to do anything. You can take or you can use what I have already done. I have uh, whatever I am giving you. You can attach to me and the fruits. Where, do, where does the wine or the grapes um, come? It's not in the, it's not in the wine, right? It's in the branches. Yeah. Right? And so we have to produce that fruit. That's the righteousness definition, right? It always produces fruit. It always it doesn't care about seasons but we are unable to do that but now it's a new plan if you are attached to jesus who is already established as a righteous he's only one righteous he's the only human being born in the world after adam and eve sinned they became corrupted after that there was only one human being who came to rescue us who was sinless is jesus christ so he is a righteous person that sam one definition fits correctly to jesus now he's saying, I'm giving you an option. Just attach to me. I will take care of the rest. 
you yeah. just believe in me and you will have eternal life you will produce fruit that's what exactly what i'm saying i'm the wine your branches who abides me in and i'm him him he is that bears much fruit yeah. apart from me you can do nothing and enter the eternal life so we need to understand this spiritual truth that i can get everything i can be like adam i can receive everything from the spiritual realm but through whom only by one means by attaching christ by to back to christ and give up a branch when it attached to the root we do that budding etc right we do take mango and put in the apple tree and it bears i mean i we have done it in our farm when i was a kid we had mangoes trees of different varieties we'll try my father used to bud take a skin out of it graft it okay the branch will come out and it start bearing fruit so something like that so we are branches again you see that definition we so now when i stand here or let's name each of us uh, can i be that righteous person when i go back no. can i be righteous right now yes. i when i live yes how we get attached by believing by attaching to the branch believing us by changing our heart back to this reality and live according to what jesus have mentioned so now we have to attach back to christ then we can worldly claim looking at reading when sam 1 i am that righteous tree because of christ now i am receiving everything from him so you see how god is telling us teaching us how we are back in that normal how christ reversed it so what do we need to do do we need to um do on our own might to continue uh, or try to do the law we should not but will are we going to bear fruit yes we are how we will receive from this wine right the wine produces right wine takes everything from the branches and brings branches branches so what was the role of holy spirit when jesus sent him jesus said i am going to send help my, my messenger what will he do he will teach you he will teach you Okay. 1 john something no it is yeah. 14 i think john 16 14 yeah i i say that to the kids yeah john 16 14 can you read it this is really good i, I like it i, I never read all the stuff so that's good john 16 14 you will glorify me because it is from me that you will receive what he will make known to you right so what what is the role of holy spirit He will glorify me because glorify. he will glorify me from by receiving me from. from. So yeah. can we receive directly from Christ? We cannot. No, Christ. Yes, to first glorify God. Jesus. No, can any human being directly give anything from Christ? No, because we need a helper. Help. Who is that helper? Holy Spirit. What does he do? He receives from Christ. So Christ. who is attaching the grafting? I mentioned right. Someone has to take this branch. and attached to it so that the wine whatever comes through wine will flow into the branch who is that join here join join yes. holy spirit right holy spirit will take from jesus and transfer it make it known to you which means it will come to you right whatever jesus has achieved or whatever jesus is receiving from the spiritual realm as a righteous man will flow into us through whom through holy spirit so what's the role of holy spirit holy spirit takes from christ Give it to us. me, right? So you see the importance of Holy Spirit. He is not a gift giver. Holy Spirit is needed in everyday life for ourselves to attach. Even that we are incapable of. We will not have that faith. So who will give us faith? Spirit. Yeah. Now, not only to that. Now we have access to every single tree in that garden through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So now we were talking about right we were not discussing all the stuff but he said there may be joy there may be peace tree of life tree of peace so what does a tree what does a tree produce a fruit yeah. an apple tree produces apple yeah. a life tree produces life the tree of life produces life so a tree of joy will produce joy, joy. tree of so we'll have all the gifts of the holy tree of peace not the gift not the gift fruits Fruits. So, fruits of the holy spirit fruits of the holy spirit 
Galatians Galatians chapter 5, 22 and 23. Gentleness, self-control. So can you more like the tree of love, tree of joy, tree of peace, tree of forbearance, tree of kindness, tree of goodness, tree of faithfulness, tree of gentleness and self-control. Who is that tree now? It's the tree of the Holy Spirit. Or somehow it's it's us. Us. the fruit has been plucked from there and, and given. Who gives that? Holy Spirit. Which Holy means Spirit. we have access to every single attribute of God. Through whom? Oh, yeah. Through Jesus Christ. Through the Holy Spirit. Jesus, right. Through Jesus Christ only. But who is the one who gives us? Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ did it, but we cannot access it. So Holy Spirit will take it and transfer it to us. So that's why Holy Spirit comes to us. Anyone Praise who believes in Jesus Christ, we get the Holy Spirit. And what does Holy Spirit do? We should be asking, okay, give me this fruit. I want this. I want this godly attribute. I want to have that initial attribute of Adam and Eve before the fall where he was able to love everybody un unconditionally. We want to have complete peace, how complete authority, complete whatever God has. God is omnipotent, omniscient, all that, everything he shared to us because he, we were created in his image and likeness, which means he is giving it us. We don't have possess it, but he's, we're going to get it from him all the time. And Holy Spirit is the one who restores that image. So what is the role of Holy Spirit? Holy Spirit is... He will rebuild Christ in us or we, he will make every attribute of God or Christ himself as a hundred percentage God manifested in human being. So, so we, we Christ. Or let's say, yeah, that, that's exactly what we should be looking forward for Holy Spirit to do. Holy Spirit is given for us this one, one only reason that he will take from Christ. So if he is take plucking the fruit from through Christ, right? And giving it to us. This is the reality. This is what Christianity is about. This is the salvation of God. Are we aware of this? If we are aware of this, are we doing this? Nobody, Holy Spirit is not going to make you eat this fruit. Okay, he's not going to pluck and then forcefully eat you, make you eat. He's a helper. Only whoever is thirsty, come to me and ask, knock, seek. And you will be receiving, and then you will receive all the fruit. That's why Jesus was saying, Bear fruits, bear good fruits. And every tree which is not producing good fruit, what will happen? That's what uh, down. who said and that? Thrown into the fire. Who will say, who said that? Uh, God said, Jesus said, No, no, not Jesus. <laughs> the Baptist. Baptist. So that was a prophecy. <laughs> Every good, every tree which is not producing good fruit will be? Now, let's go back to another tree thing. The tree, the fig tree. Yeah, what that's Jesus said. Tree? Jesus so cursed it. Why did Jesus yes. curse it? They didn't bear fruit. Yeah. So who cannot bear fruit? Each one of us. us. Each one of us. We are the tree who cannot bear fruit at all because we have no access to the streams of water. So he is saying... If you you cannot do anything by yourself, you will be cursed. You will you will end up in hell or let's say without God and then in after eternity. So if you want, that's all symbolic. Saying you might look great, you might you can do a lot of stuff. You, your this fig tree was looking with a lot of green, and he thought there was fruit. That's that's what we will see in every other human being who is trying to, whether it's science, whether it's something else, some other religion, it's whatever the human beings are doing right now to because they understood we discussed this in the past as well everything human beings do because they understand there's something bad so let's make it good so let's invent invent medicines because we are having sickness let's fix it this is the issue so that's that's what we are driven by we want to do good because we know the knowledge we know that this earth is perishing we know that there's climate change we know that there's an end. So what are we trying? That is a bad thing. So we are trying to invent with all our technology that we will be able to find something out there where we can inhabit. We are trying that Mars experience. So th that's what we are trying, but we, will, we are never capable of doing that. This, this is as every generation keep going on and people will die of 
and the next generation will come. They will continue the stuff to make things good, which is, we are incapable of. We want to do that. But we can only survive. We can be at peace. We can be at joyful. We can be at 100% self-control and peace by attaching ourselves to that existent, the only righteous tree, which is Christ himself. And that itself, we cannot do it by, but by the helper. We are unable to do it. The helper helps when we are trying to do something. We are not able to do it. Then we need a helper. Right? That's a helper definition. He's not a leader. He's not going to pick us up and on a retreat day, come with an anointing and pick us and make us holy. And next day you will be the prophet. No. You strive to attach to this branch. And when, when you are trying, you are incapable. So there's a small push from inside. There's an external help coming in, a helper coming in to think, help you. It might be just a prompting in your head. You're doing good. Keep doing it. Don't be afraid. Don't give up. You are not a sinner. Remember this verse. You are holy. Remember that day, this guy was talking about that. Remember this particular verse, strive more. Go back to confession. Let's go to mass. These are the helper. Do not expect somebody to take us out of our nature and then next day you'll be something else. A branch has to grow. First, it has to attach and it has to grow and eventually it has to receive from the vine to produce fruit. It's a long process. It's not a day, a one-day thing. So never be fooled by our own mind telling us it can be fixed like this. All I need is an anointing and then today tomorrow I will be like that. No, we need to strive. That's why St. Paul said, just like an athlete who is trying to compete in the Olympics four years from now, but every day morning he wakes up at 6 a.m., 5 a.m., start training, go to the gym, uh, regulate his diet, everything. everything for what? That one day far away in the future, he's doing four years of 365 days, 24 seven, is focused on that. He's one day he wants to bear that fruit. He one day he wants to get that Olympic medal. So he, every day he strives. He doesn't wake up the day before that Olympic athlete event and then start running. And he doesn't do that. And nothing happens. We know he will be the last to finish and he will bear no fruit. So don't think that every day when you are lukewarm, nothing is going to happen. We have to work our salvation out. We have to work. Now that we understood the scriptures, now that we have the knowledge of the scriptures, the wisdom is given to us now. How to use this? Whether we are applying that wisdom on every day, we are giving up with other mentality. In our mind, there are many other things which have, that's exactly why the parables are given like seed. A seed, the thief came and saw a lot of weed or bad seed which are growing inside us. So all that has sprouted, it has grown into different levels. You name it as addictions. You name it as depression. You name it as um, stress about future, stress about work, unbelief, anger issue. We have different names. All those are fruits from the wrong tree. Now we need to take those out and then bring in Holy Spirit. Bring in the fruits of life. How do you work? The only way is by working with spirit because letter kills, the spirit gives life. So if you eat, if you start eating from the spirit, or if you, when Christ says, if you are drinking from my blood and eating me, what will you will have? Eternal life. Eternal life. With, with all this we discussed, what does that mean? Of course, it means Eucharist. That's one, but more than that. Because we are, we are God. We are in God. You, unless you eat me and drink from me, you will not it have eternal life. What is eating? What is thinking about in that? I'm trying it, to make it plain. Word. The words, the words of God, the words of Jesus. So when we to, to, yeah. put that in our um, connected, remain connected with the Jesus. Right. But how do we be connected? So we know that he said, I'm the wine. You I'm the wine. So, is the branch eating from the wine? No. From the wine. It is right, right? It is. Yeah, right. From the wine, the branches, the, the branches. Eating from the wine. Correct? Because Correct. The, the wine is doing the heavy work of getting yeah. nutrients and everything from the soil, etc. But now, a branch who had nothing to do, he just came and attached and, and started 
sucking in, drinking in, receiving in, right? Who so it's more like eating, right? Receiving, participating. You take it and consume it. It becomes part of your life. It 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 nourishes you. So the fruit was external. It came in, and whatever nutrients inside, it became part of me. So same way, if, when Christ says, "Eat from me and drink from me," and He also analogy like the wine, your branch. So everything I have prepared for you is spiritually by my own giving up of my body in the cross and by my resurrection is available for you, right? I am the fruit, right? I am the fruit which came down. I'm the life, the bread which came down from the heaven, which means I'm given up for you, which means we have to start realizing he is the one source. That, that's the source of our nourishment. He's a source of our nourishment spiritually and physically. How do we receive from him? We listen, like we learn this thing, right? How do we eat a fruit in the spiritual realm? We understand it and then we consume it and we act accordingly. So everything Christ has done, everything Christ has spoken through the scriptures, we should be listening by faith. By here, by faith comes by hearing. Our yeah. time every day we should be spending on understanding what Jesus wants us to do, what Jesus has told us to do, and then have this complete understanding in our mind that this is the reality. This is the truth. When we know the truth, we will be free. If we really understood everything we spoke today, our life will be completely different if we decide to act on it. Tomorrow, I will not wake up with the same mentality as today and start worrying about the future. Tomorrow, I will not be waking up and thinking about all the filthy things I have done in the past. Tomorrow, I won't be waking up and worrying about my own inability to do things. My own addictions, I will not be worried about. I won't be worried about my kids. I, I won't be worried about all the financial stuff going on, economic slowdown, or even the problems in our body, in our family. But instead, I will be focusing on what? I'll be focusing on the fact that Christ has redeemed me, that I have this entire potential and their capability of bringing from heaven and distributing to others the gospel, the good news, and helping them to attain the good life. When we say that, when we drink from Christ, eat from Christ, he is the ultimate source. He himself is God. And every single thing, including the authority we were teaching, that's why it's very important to understand this fundamental basic principle. His holiness, his authority, whatever Jesus did in this earth is his attribute. All those attributes we have that so One topic is authority. Just one topic. So people get consumed by the authority and the gifts, etc. Because they can be in the limelight. But it's more about understanding all that, being joyful, being good to your spouse, being the right father to your kids, all that you can get it from God and then manifest it to the, this kingdom, this earthly, earthly kingdom. That's all we need to do. We have zero work to do other than spending our day believing in the right teachings from Jesus Christ. Stop worrying about future. Stop worrying about your past. And in the moment-by-moment moment basis, we should work with the Holy Spirit. Ask him, give me this patience. Give me the grace from Christ. The grace Christ has already given to. The grace, everything from Christ, should, we should think of it as more like nutrition, everyday supplement, which we need, because we cannot produce it ourselves. Christ is a spiritual supplement. Did you take the supplement today? Did you take the supplement this moment? I need the supplement for joy. It can give me that joy. I'm not able to find it on myself because my mind is focusing on my own problems. So stop doing that. It is something I need to work out, my salvation. The moment we start doing that every day, Holy Spirit will bring more and more fruit, more and more nutrition, and you will be going into next level, next spiritual level, one fruit to another fruit. And eventually people will see, will see you with fruit-bearing trees, with all kinds of fruits from you, and they will be amazed. Wow, this guy is so joyful. This guy is so much peace. He is able to produce authority. He is able to heal people by the name of Jesus Christ. I am amazed by this guy. Can you tell me what is the speciality of you? And then you will be able to tell this gospel, the good news, that Christ himself is able to do that. I am the Sadongi where Christ is sitting. Right? That's the gospel. That's what we had in Catholic Church, in other apostolic church where we had saints who produced the fruits. 
all the fruits and we were amazed by that. That's why Charles said, these are the models. Look at them, try to be, follow them. That's what we are goal for, be Christ. So everything we learn, the be authority, whether it's the um, power of Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, these are small, small attributes of God. And we have much more to learn. Don't, never be attached to it. Never be attached to a particular attribute. Be attached to Christ. Be attached to the source. Don't worry. Don't be proudful about a particular fruit. That's exactly what happened. We only had one fruit, knowledge of good and evil. So let's pray it's too late. Uh, let's pray that we will be able to understand the spiritual meaning, the in-depth meaning of this and change our life from tomorrow. Instead of just hearing the word of God and just walking away. As if you have seen your real real nature, your real image in the mirror and walking away without adjusting. As if you saw yourself with the messed up hair and you said, oh, this is so messed up. Um, I have this comb to make it better. But instead you just look at it and just walk away with that weird hair. That's exactly what happens. When we know that Christ is telling us all this, Holy Spirit is giving us all this stuff and we walk away. That's exactly what happens. Everything Holy Spirit did, everything Christ was teaching us, we just like, ah, who cares? And then we walk. In that moment, we were like, wow, this is so great. And the next moment, we were like, ah, I don't really care. That's exactly what's happening. That's how our behavior dictates. So we, our mind, in our mind, in our heart, we may be thinking, oh, we are trying to focus. But the next moment, if we are not acting upon us, Look at the fruits and it will define the tree. That's what Jesus said. You, The tree is defined by the fruits. We may be thinking we are tree of joy, tree of life for many. But if you are attribute, if, we, if other people are seeing hate in you, if they are, whatever fruit they are seeing, that's the exile nature of us. Let us remember. Let's put this into action. Let us analyze our words. Let us analyze what do we, what do we produce? What fruit do we produce? Don't get it from our mind. Look at, look, ask others, how do you feel about my nature? Do you think that I am a little arrogant? Do you think that I am not at peace? Do you think that I have an anger problem? Those are, they, they, they may be, be open, be honest. If you give them that chance, they will tell you what kind of tree you are. And if that doesn't align with Christ, let us go back to Christ and receive him from him the good fruits and cut down this branch. You have the authority. We'll cut down, the cast out the wrong branches and the wrong fruits and we will receive from Christ and we will be that good fruit-bearing tree which God will be proud of. Let us try to be people like that. Let us close our eyes and pray once. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all the amazing spiritual insights you have given us. We are not worthy of receiving this much truth, but in our feeble minds help us to contain this father holy spirit we need your help to understand those take this knowledge into our deep root into our hearts and change from uh, change us inside out where we are able to manifest your fruits where we are able to manifest all your fruits and be christ for others help us father everything we learned let us pray that we are, uh, we are pleading the blood of Lord Jesus Christ. We are sealing it with the Holy Spirit that they will never depart from our brain. Every single neuron, every single nervous system, every single storage system in our brain, listen to this, that we want to store this. We want to understand this truth. Imprint it as if it's imprinted on that globe, in, in, in that stone. Like, imprint it right now into our hearts. Holy Spirit, imprint it us right now and let us never depart from it. Help us, Father. We take the authority of Lord Jesus Christ and we cast out every single demonic attack on our families, every single uh, sickness in our families. We cast them out and we declare that we are being healed by the Christ. Christ has already healed us. We are praying especially for every people, every person who is going through surgery, uh, all other hospital issues, all the sicknesses. We are commanding the sickness to leave. We are declaring that we will be victorious. The surgery will be fine. We will come back healthy. Every pain in our knees, in our backs, in our bones, depart from us because we don't want you. You are not according to the will of God. By the authority of Christ, I'm casting out every sinfulness, every wickedness, every unseen, unclean spirits from all of us. We are blessing all our homes by the blood of Lord Jesus Christ. Father, send down your angels all over the place in our homes, in our rooms, 
be angels be planted whenever we drive angels around us all our kids let them be surrounded by angels all the worldly things in their mind we are cutting down their authority and bring bringing back to christ lord jesus help us lord jesus bless us send us as your gospel bearers as your ambassadors we claim all this in the mighty and wonderful name of lord lord jesus christ amen amen praise the lord praise the lord thank you everyone have a great thank day thank you brother thank you have a wonderful thank day to everyone and a wonderful evening thank you bye 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 bye